Welcome to the Knowles Development Podcast, an exploration in leadership development. I'm your host, Brad Knowles. Now let's dive in. So let's dive into the process of developing a business. Um, just came back from a large national convention with Keller Williams Realty and Gary Keller, the founder of the company, you know, kind of laid out this little arc of how things progress. And I just want to dive a little bit deeper into that, unpack it a little bit, because I think it, it it's the start of a great conversation. Basically, every business has to start with generating leads. You can be the best piano tuner you want. If you don't have a piano to tune, it doesn't matter. You have to, as a business, generate leads. Like that's what we've got to do. So it doesn't matter what your business is. It all has to start there. We have to have a client to do the business with. So we all have to be in the lead generation business. And this is why a lot of really, really great business people fail because they're masters at the thing that they do. They're an amazing plumber. They just don't have any clients. They're an amazing wedding photographer. They just don't have any weddings to go photograph. You can be great. I mean, really great at whatever your profession is. But as a business owner, if you aren't also great at finding clients and converting those clients into business, it's not going to matter. You have a hobby. Your hobby is plumbing. Your hobby is photography because no one's paying you to do it. So you're not a professional. We've got to get leads and we've got to get leads first. So as a business owner, when you put on that hat, print that first business card, put a, hang up that shingle, launch your little website or Facebook page, that's what we're doing. We're in the lead generation business now. Totally different hat that you got to wear. That progresses to a skill set that we're going to have to master, which is converting leads. Leads are great only if they get converted into business. Now, a fair number of people out there might pay different resources. You know, I've seen it everywhere. I've seen it from, you know, people that do, um, you know, tree work to plumbing or construction type work, legal work, real estate, mortgages, you name it. There's always going to be a company out there that's happy to sell you leads. So whether you're generating the leads yourself or maybe some of them are coming to you in a format where you've spent some money to convert into leads by paying for a service or doing some sort of marketing platform, something like that, we have to get good at converting leads. And lead conversion is something that we can track. You know, we can track the sources of those leads and then see how we're doing with the conversion of them and see and then start working and start pulling levers on ways that we can get better at converting those leads. What if we responded faster? What if we asked different questions? What if we asked for the sale? What if we asked for the sale more than once? These are all very simple techniques that we can do as a business owner to improve our rate of conversion, no matter what the lead source is. If you respond quicker, you're going to get a better rate of return. If you ask the right questions and really understand their needs, no matter what the business, 
you're going to get a rate of better rate of return. If you ask for the business, you will get a much better rate of return. And if you ask for the business more than once, you're going to get an even better rate of return. Now, another skill set that we're going to have to add once we're in the conversion business is we're going to have to stay focused on follow-up. Because we can ask for the business, answer all the questions, and now just isn't the right time. They thought they wanted to put in that new bathroom, but they're not ready yet. It's going to cost them more than they thought. But they're going to put it in someday. So we're going to stay in touch with them. We're going to follow up. They're going to sell their house someday, just not right now. So we got to follow up. Every business must have a skill set of following up as well. Because here's the cost when we don't. 70%. Write that number down, put it on a post-it, and stick it to your forehead. 70% of your business will ultimately come from how well you follow up. So if you have no follow-up right now, you're great at lead generating, you're great at lead converting, and the now business that you're able to grab at lead conversion time, that 25-30% of the leads converting into business is all the business that you're doing because you're not following up. There's so much more meat on that bone by doing a better job following up. Lastly, what most businesses end up taking on is a fair amount of administrative work by generating all of these leads, converting these leads into business, following up and doing all of those kinds of touches, which convert leads into more business. We end up with business that needs to be done, which inevitably requires marketing, paperwork, filing of this, moving of that, staying in touch with client, blah, 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 which really probably doesn't have actually anything to do with what your skill set is. You're a plumber. How good are you at billing people? You're a wedding photographer. How good are you at coordinating schedules? Your skill set is in that thing. You're great at going to the kitchen table and getting somebody to list their home with you. But are you the best person to put it into the multiple listing system and make sure it's being marketed to all the other different platforms and going out on social media and blah, blah, blah? Now, in the beginning, you're going to do it as a new business owner. As somebody who's just getting going, you're going to take on those tasks. But when we go from having a job to actually beginning to build a business is in that next step. When we hire somebody to start taking over the administrative side of the business so we can spend more time on the road, in front of clients, whatever our actual core business is. Again, if I'm an attorney, I can now spend more time face-to-face with my clients because I've got a paralegal and an administrative front desk type person who are handling all the other aspects of the job. I needed to do them in the beginning, but now those become my first hires, that administrative core of my business. Handling all of the administrative side so I can go do what I do best. Inevitably, in the vast majority of businesses, those are our first key hires. And if we really hire right, if we hire the right person, train them well, and really empower them to do that job well, that's probably the greatest higher kind of return we can get. We can get many multiplier effects for what we pay those people because we can then get back to work on the things that we can charge significantly more money for per hour. 
Again, imagine what attorney charges per hour versus what the paralegal gets paid. Now, it doesn't mean that the paralegal's job isn't important because they get paid less. Their job's critical. It's just the American public is willing to pay more money for an hour with an attorney than an hour with a paralegal. So let's get the attorney out billing more hours, which feeds the paralegal with a mountain of work. I hope that part makes sense because it's the same for the plumbing business that hires a person to stay in the office, answer the phone, handle all the billing, chase down the checks, coordinate the jobs, all of that kind of stuff. So that the plumber and maybe now the plumber's assistant could just have their heads underneath kitchen sinks for as many hours a day as possible. So that's the first piece of leverage we get going. Now we're really starting to begin to build a business. Up until this point, we've really just built ourselves a job. And that job's actually pretty high risk. A lot of entrepreneurs go in and out of business. But now we've built ourselves a job. Next layer, the follow-up is the next piece that we're often going to move off of our plate. That sales conversion, handling the sale piece is probably our next hire. A lot of businesses will, in their early stages, hire somebody to handle those sales call types of things. So they're on the conversion side and the sales servicing side of it. So this could be anywhere from, say, a customer service at a call center to somebody who's actually out uh, on the road meeting with clients face-to-face potentially. In that sense, that's the next layer of the onion that we end up handing off. On the real estate side, that's my buyer agent hire. The team is still generating the majority of, and by team, it's probably you. It's probably the rainmaker who's really still generating the vast majority of the leads. Maybe even still converting much of those leads. It's that follow-up and sales aspect that we're now handing off. Let's go deeper. Our next hire can be the person who is now starting to take lead conversion and potentially even lead generation off of our plate. We're starting to replace ourselves all the way back to where it all began. The generating of leads. What really fuels and powers the business. That piece is one of the last pieces we get go, let go. And when we let go of that, it's something we've really got to, much like the other pieces, we've really got to interrogate it. And make sure that the standards that we have set in lead generation, lead conversion, that those are maintained by the people that we've hired to do those jobs. Their ability to do the lead generation and lead conversion is going to dictate almost everything about our business. Again, this is, this is the fuel going in the tank that drives this whole puppy. As a sidebar, as a side comment, when any industry begins to shift, inevitably, this is often the first peak that piece that an owner will pick back up. That the person that started the business will jump back in and take back this part of the business. They're not going to jump back in and take over the billing. They're not going to jump back in and take over the scheduling. They're going to jump back in and take over lead generation and lead conversion. Because now leads are harder to get And the conversion of them is much more critical. So if for some reason it's beginning to slip, 
this may be a doubling down effect. Maybe we're still in business with the person that we hired to do it because they do do a good job. We just need to put more energy towards it. So the owner's stepping back in to do that. Or because the cheese has been moved, the person we hired isn't moving fast enough to figure out where the new cheese is. So now we're stepping in and effectively replacing that last hire with ourselves again. As you build the business, you will reverse that process as you're able to step out of the business. Every business owner has to start by being a lead generator. There are great coaches out there. I've, I've met a lot of great trainers. Just had the opportunity to spend some time with some other great trainers. I would argue, you know, just knowing them and seeing them work and all that kind of stuff. I mean, these, these are, they're professionals, man. They're, they really know their craft. They really know how to get people to engage, da, 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 da. But what they have failed to spend time to learn is how do I get butts in seats? Because when they went out to be a trainer, that wasn't their burning desire. If you're going to be a successful business owner, you have got to be successful at generating leads for your business. That's where it's all going to begin. And you're going to stay on that until you've got enough leads to hit your financial goals. And as you build your business, then you can start adding leverage along the way. And that can actually help you start backing out of aspects of the business. The lead generation piece typically is going to be one of the last pieces to let go. And in a shifting market, it may be one of the very first pieces you have to step in, all hands on deck, pick back up, do an addition of, so the business can stay on track. It's the arc of building a business. Where are you in that arc? What's the next skill that you need to master? And if you've gotten to the point where it's hiring time, what's the next key hire? Stay focused on that. Don't try to leapfrog. Success in business is sequential. When we try to skip steps, what inevitably happens is we waste time because it doesn't work. We have to backtrack and rebuild. And that costs a lot of effort and a lot of time and a lot of money. What's the next right step? for your business in terms of where you want to go and stay focused there. Hope this was helpful. We enjoy having you listen to the podcast. We'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Feel free to shoot us uh, an email at training at com. If you ever have any topics that you want us to dive into, please shoot us there too. Talk to you soon. Go get them.